the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. With them. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. And we welcome you to come on out because, boy, oh, boy, is it crowded here. There's lots of folks doing shopping and enjoying the weather. And uh, uh, the, we have uh, the San Antonio Rose Society is here. Uh, they, I just walked by. They've got folks that are asking questions, and they're not doing a presentation like when we talk about David being here, and we say he's going to be here from you know ten to noon, and he's got a two-hour presentation that he does. You, you know, though, when you say you're, it's crowded, it's uh, not cr- crowded in terms of getting uh, with this new the new uh, oh no cashier places there. It's uh, you can move if you select your plants you can move through pretty quickly oh yeah there there's no lines waiting at the registers or anything like that there's just lots of people out here shopping so they're moving folks in and out very efficiently but the rose society is here and um they're just answering questions so people have been going up i was like i said i was walking by and listening and they're people just asking rose questions so you they're going to be here till two you don't have to be here you can be here at 145 and still ask the same questions of the Rose Society. They're having a nice time out there. So if you've got Rose questions, Calvin got a Rose question uh, uh, just as the show was uh, getting ready to start. About, um, and so if you've got Rose questions, and I'm guessing you might, you could just call in and, uh, I'm sorry, you just come on in and visit with them. Hey, tell you a little quick two things that are happening next weekend. Um, we're going to have uh, two things. One, the blood drive is happening. We're going to visit with somebody with a blood and tissue center over um, today at about 1 o'clock to explain the situation. Because she did, they, uh, they're kind of, they take a very casual thing. No, they're in, in urgent mode right now. Uh, blood supply is low. Demand is up. And um, they're even, they're even uh, request. Requesting Mil- Milton give again. So yes, it, it must be an urgent. I've made why, why, why are we going in and out? Is that mine? Or I think that may be you. Are you going in and out? I hadn't put on. Uh, put your headphone on. So uh, these yeah, are new headphones. These are new headphones. We're 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 cooking with gas now. See how you like them. The um, but I will tell you that um, I lost my train of thought. No, that um, the blood drive. They'll talk to us. But yeah, they're in a uh, blood is in major need right now and so go to the south texas blood and tissue center you don't have to do this but i'm going to suggest you do and make an appointment 
and when you make an appointment, you just come in. The first thing they do is they ask you, "Is did you have an appointment with it?" And um, you know, last time they asked me if I had reservations, and I said yes, but I came anyway. And they didn't mm. think that was funny at all. Yeah, but anywho, uh, yeah, go ahead and make that uh, appointment, and then you uh, you'll save some time. Quite honestly, um, the uh, last time I did it, I. Uh, Got in after the show, um, waited just a smidge of time, and I think the whole thing, I think I was there by um, 2.15. They stayed and waited because uh, they, they had people keeping, keep wanting to donate. And I think I was out by maybe 2.35, so it didn't take a whole lot of time uh, to do it. But anyway, and then on um, Sunday, the second weekend, uh, they're doing a presentation for kids. It's all about them birds, and uh, Mary's going to do that. That's going to be at 12, uh, and I'll get you the details on that. But that they're giving away a um, each kid, kid, child, kid sounds horrible. Each child that is a part of it is going to get a birdhouse that they can paint and take home for themselves. So you will want to make reservations for that. And the number to call is 497-3760, 497-3760. That one is on Sunday the 31st from 1230 to 1:30. So call the nursery, make your reservations, and come on out and be a part of the fun. Uh, lots of folks, like I said, shopping here at Merrill Burgers today. So we welcome you to come on out and ask your gardening question in person. These guys got beat up uh, with <laughs> questions before the show started. Do you want to address any of them? Oh, well, I don't. I don't think we were beat up. Well, we no. just had a we had a some no. a long line of questions, yeah. and they were interesting questions. They just uh, so it's uh, a good day. You know, people obviously are are looking at the spring gardening and uh, new plants for their landscapes, change of corrections. Uh, the, the one thing I saw quite a bit of, Jerry, and you probably did too, the uh, the lawn is declining after a wonderful winter. <laughs> the rescue grass, I have to remind them that this is that's the winter weed rather than the, the lawn. And uh, so you can expect that to to turn yellow and uh, those winter weeds to die and um, in favor of your your regular lawn. So that, yeah. that's been a prominent part of a lot of the questions. And they still have weeds to control. Yeah. It's uh, that, uh, uh, yeah, weeds. Trying to set seed. Yeah. Oh, so if you're going to follow your mo-mo-mo advice, now's the time yeah. to mo-mo-mo. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they're get, they're get, getting a little confused on uh, contact herbicides and pre-emergence. You know, they're uh, applying. Uh, and then the rescue grass has been described as crabgrass. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, applying applying dimension or halt. Now, uh, for for us. Uh, for summer weeds, if you don't have crabgrass or or uh, sandburrs, is really not not any reason to right, do it. Right, right. Because it's not going to help you next winter for the winter weeds. Is it getting late to apply those? Oh yeah, yeah. I think so. sandburrs. Yeah, if and especially I had a couple that uh, didn't really have any sandburrs. They were they were they're kind of frustrated with the. Bed straw mm-hmm. and with the uh, 
rescue grass, so they want to do something, so they apply halt, <laughs> which you know is not you know, is not not going to be effective at really addressing any of the the issues they had. Yeah. And the other thing was mowing real low. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they want to take some action. Fertilizing, too. We're going to go right to the phone lines now. Ernest is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. How are you doing, Ernest? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, great. South Texas. I'm doing great Whoop. today. Uh, thank you. Good. What's uh, going I had on? I a question. Uh, last fall, I inherited my stepdaughter's beast of a dog, so uh, it made gardening out of a, <laughs> a, a, a bed is not going to work but he seems to leave containers alone so this this spring i'm just doing some peppers and tomatoes you know in some buckets and totes and my wife was wondering if there was good if you could recommend a good vegetable to grow for summer that would do well in a container oh yeah all the tomatoes and the peppers peppers and uh they'll do well in the summer heat yeah, if you use the recommended varieties, uh, okay, like uh, 960, uh, the best cherry tomato for a container is uh, 968, uh, dwarf cherry surprise. And we're thinking that our new uh, rodeo tomato would probably be a mm-hmm. good large tomato for containers because it's a determinant. Gets uh, gets the full size quickly and then sets concentrates on setting fruit. But all the peppers, the peppers are all all look good, are productive in containers, and they can take the heat. Yeah. So that they're always uh, real desirable. Okay, and, and, and bit, they'll they'll play it. Yeah, a little bit a little bit later here at Millburgers, we'll have uh, real grande gold pepper. Uh, they've oh, okay. they've, tra- they've transplanted them up. So, uh, in a couple of weeks, if you buy here, listen to listen to us talk about them. We'll tell you when the plants are here, and uh, they're not going to be many. But uh, that be- that's beautiful for container. It's ornamental as well as uh, good to eat. Oh, that sounds great. So, uh, talk- yeah, Ernest, your your cell phone's breaking up on you a little bit. Try the question okay, again, real about, quick. How about something like okra? No, too big. Too big. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, it's too okay, big. Gentlemen, you, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, gentlemen, you've been very. Thank you. Thanks, Ernest. You take care. Thanks for calling. Hey, we've mentioned the San Antonio Rose Society is here. You mind coming on the air? No, you're right here. Just we'll we'll talk to you. You take the mic. Thank you. Hey. There you go. Let's see if I got you on the mic. Uh, talking there real quick. Oh, no. Have you got there him you. plugged in, Milton? There you go. Now we got now, him. Now I'm plugged in. Now you're plugged in. Okay. All right. <laughs> Murray's with us. Well, introduce yourself and uh, talk a little bit about what's, what you guys are doing today. Y'all have been busy, too. Okay. Murray Warner, President of Rose Society of San Antonio. Um, we're out here helping Millburgers sell roses and helping the customers figure out what, what to do Good. for the roses. Right. Yeah. So, questions could be on good varieties for um, right for this what, area. What do you want to do with your roses? Tall ones, short ones, a, a lot of care, little care. Uh, what kind of roses you want? So, do you want to ask him? <laughs> 
the the what what what's your five top roses that my, you recommend? My top rose. Well, if you like hybrid tea roses, which are the the big single bloom roses, yeah. Uh, Mr. Lincoln is a great variety for, That's an for old here. One too. It's an old one. It's a great smelling rose. It's a deep red. Yeah. Uh, good grower in San Antonio. Uh, Chrysler Imperial is another red, very good smelling rose. That's an old one too. It is. Some see some of the you're old not, ones are you're good. You're showing your age. Us, us old guys are good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now what Jerry's going to do, yeah, is that the next person that comes up, he's going to ask him the same question, uh. <laughs> and he's going to say, you know, but Murray told us that's right to, that Mr. Lincoln was the best one. Uh. It were, used to work really well when Jackie it's, Clark it's, was here. Jackie, Jackie knew her roses. Uh. She sure did. And, but she got kind of angry when Jerry said, uh. no, no, that's not what we heard. Oh, you, you got to listen to Jackie. She, yeah, took, she took us under her wing when we came into the Rose Society. Oh, yeah. very cool. Did, well, one, yeah. of the, one of the things that uh, I think more and more people are realizing, too, you know, with those tough modern roses, old-fashioned roses, that... Uh, Rose has a, a real role in a low-water-use landscape, even. Right. Relatively easy to take care of if you pick the right ones and put, put them in the right place. And a lot of the modern roses now are coming in uh, variegated and striped. This is the new thing now. People like that's the striped and variegated roses. Really? Yeah. Those are, huh. that's, that's the last few years. The new introductions are a lot of them. So I, I, was, I got one, and I just cut it down because I thought I had a disease. That so was not a disease. Huh? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> A variegated meaning the leaf is variegated or the no, flower? No, the, the bloom itself. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah. No. That's kind of what I thought. That's cool. Um, all right. So y'all are going to be here till 2. Uh, what kind of questions are, are folks asking right now? What kind of roses to get? Help them pick out a good good bush. How to prune those roses. Okay. Uh, what to feed, when to feed, what to spray, when to spray. What about fragrance? Know? Are they asking for fragrant roses? Yeah, some of them are. Uh, and there's a lot of good... Fragrant roses here. Millburger said the bushes look great here at Millburger. Oh, they cool. really do today. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The um, w- so I, I think there is a perception that roses can be persnickety and sometimes difficult. But is that the case? Well, a lot of roses are difficult. It's not. It, it's not a low maintenance flower. All right. You can get uh, some of the Earth Kind roses, which is a program that Texas A and M has on roses that need less care. They don't need no care like a lot of people think. Oh. They, they just need less Oops. care. Oops. <laughs> you know, the knockout roses. Let me take that note. Some of the gifts. Some, <laughs> some care. <laughs> okay, yeah, because I was on the no care list. But it's less care. Yes. They're very forgiving. The knockouts are very forgiving. They are, but they're not as, as pretty as the hybrid teas or, or some of the, yeah. you know, the... Um, let's see what I was. Oh, talk a little bit about the Rose Society uh, and uh, why people might want to join too. While we got you here, Rose Society. We have a meeting every month at the Garden Center, just across the parking lot from the Botanical Gardens, and uh, we have a good program every month. We have a newsletter that comes out every month, about seven pages, to tell you what to do with your roses. Very. Cool. We have two rose shows a year. The next rose show is April twentieth at the Garden Center. So about a month from now. Month from now, free to the public. It'll be open to the public. One to three, if you want to see some beautiful roses. Uh, if you join the Rose Society, there's a lot of people to help you with your roses. It's $12 a year. Quite a bargain. 
You get discounts and discounts start, uh, at uh, Mill, Mill Burgers, ten percent on everything you buy at Mill Burgers every day of the year. So you'll get your twelve dollars back if you buy a Mill Burgers, yes. which you should. Then you get Thank your twelve dollars back. Nice yep. job, Murray. You're yep. good. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's. I, I'm guessing you have. Uh, everyone from experts, obviously the people that compete, to novices that belong to the Rose Society. Absolutely, we got some real experts, and they love to help new people. Did yeah. you? Did you? Y'all ever throw that no count Bud Little out of there, Rose Society? <laughs> Bud still comes in the meetings here and there. Does but, he really? uh, yes, he does. He, yep, he was. I here. didn't know he was still alive. Oh Is yeah, he's he he's, he's kicking around. Yes. <laughs> Well, he used to grow those little roses. Right, the mini roses. Yeah. A lot of us grow the mini or mini flora roses. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then one of the things that I hear more about, and I don't know whether they're just being introduced or they've, is, is drift roses. Drift, uh, drift roses, they have them here. They're on sale, actually, this week. Um, I think they're eighteen eighty-eight, normally $25. Uh, the drift roses is a small bush, so if you need, if you want to... Use them as a, as a as a border before you you know in front of your big roses. They, this bush is fairly short, and uh, you know they're good roses too. So, uh, and you got a question about a climber? Okay. Uh, did you? I was thinking before. Yeah. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. There we go. Of course, she was she was worried about uh, managing it, which is a is a necessary thing. Uh, That's but a her thing an- answer was to put a. A trellis between it and the fence, and I said, "That's probably not going to work out because you end up with no. uh, that, that, that stuff you can't, you can't reach. All twisted, yeah. all in, in there. It's just this, just a simple. You're willing to prune once seriously once a year at least, and you just uh, keep it under control that way. But, but they're not. They're definitely not a uh, easy plant to manage." Right, climbers can take over, so you need a you need a oh. large area, and uh, if you have a big fence, that that's yeah. good. You got to tra- train train the laterals on the fence, and then um, stems will come up from the main laterals, and that's where the bloom is. Yeah. And she mentioned uh, Don Juan, which I thought was a good good selection, that, and that's a good climber. Old Blush is another uh, one right. that I've got that was climbing pretty. piece is a good climber. Yeah. We had, we had climbing piece and it really took over. We had it for a few years mm-hmm. and had to take it out because it was just <laughs> taking over for us. But it was a nice rose. Yeah, very cool. Well, Murray, what else do we need to know about the Rose Society? Uh, the Rose Society. <laughs> we we have people in there that love to help other people with their roses. Uh, okay. And uh, that's that's one of the big draws in the Rose Society. It's you a great, can, great bunch of people. You can be, you don't have to be an expert to be a member. No, oh no. Yeah, in fact, uh, that, De- definitely uh, not. Over the years, that's what's always struck me is that it was a great uh, garden right, when, club for people to participate when, in. When we joined the Rose Society, we didn't know there were twenty five thousand kinds of roses. We just thought there were red roses and yellow roses <laughs> and pink roses. You know. <laughs> What what is the main uh, drawback that people have growing roses that uh, they come up with the question my rose won't bloom? The rose won't bloom. Either it doesn't have enough sun, there's it go, or you That's don't feed it enough, or you don't water it well. If you don't water enough, you'll you'll know that pretty quick. <laughs> but uh, feeding and sun, you yeah, need at least six hours of sun a day for for a good rose bush. 
Very cool. Murray, thank you so much. Okay, if thank you, guys. If folks want more information, they can come out here and visit. You're going to be here till 2. But where do they go online again to find out more information about the Rose Society? Just Google San Antonio Rose Society and, and call one of us up. Thank you. Okay? How, many, cool. how many Rosarians are out here? About 12 of us are wow. out here right now. So Good. Yep. Thank mm-hmm. you. Okay. Hey, thank so you. one more quick question. So right. in the Rose Society, do are there people that like just look? We just we're our rose is the Earth kind roses. That's all we want. And there are people. Nah, you're nuts. It's all hybrid teas. It's uh, right. Are oh, there? Yeah. They're so okay. There are all kinds of people. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> that's a good point. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thank you so much, Marie. All right, the Rose Society is going to be here again until 2 o'clock, and I appreciate you visiting with us. We've got to take a break. The time's flying by. Give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. Hey, I want to tell you about a very special event that's happening at Millburgers next Saturday, March 30th from 10 to 1.30. It's not about plants. It's about giving to your South Texas neighbors. It's Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive, and it's so important because the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has told us that they need blood. That's right. The blood supply is low in San Antonio, and the demand is high, and it's quite simple. When things happen in San Antonio, like rodeo or spring break, donations go down, but the need doesn't. So come on out and give blood next Saturday, March 30th, between 10 and 1.30. Millburgers has stepped up to the plate because of the demand, and they're giving away a $20 gift certificate just for going through the process, double what they normally do. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has a nice gift for you as well. My suggestion, you can even make an appointment by going to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and making an appointment that'll help you to secure your position at the blood drive at Millburgers next Saturday from 10 to 1.30. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. Including surveillance solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art surveillance solution security package that includes a 4K high-dev color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. If you're looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio, then come down and see us today at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. We are proudly veteran-owned and operated and care deeply about professionalism and your privacy. I'm Tony Arterburn, and as owners of Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange, my wife Melissa and I buy all of our gold and silver coins and bullion direct from the trading floor to give you the most up-to-date pricing. And when it's time to sell your gold and silver items, we pay you top dollar. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange also accepts and deals in Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. Call or text us today for more info or to set an appointment. 888-667-1836. That's 888-667-1836. Or go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Three, two, one. Oh, no. Which button am I... When every second counts, you can't wing it. Uh, Guys, a little help up here? 
In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear... Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. While you get him up, she says you'll come on the air. Okay, here you go. I'm going to give you the mic. You'll be on the air. What's going on? Talking to the mic, though, so we can hear you. So. Oh, we are? Yeah, we're on. Sorry. There we go. Oh, yeah, we have some weeds here. They're real sticky. Oh, oh yeah. Our favorite. Yeah, is it? Yeah. It sticks to the dogs. It sticks to everything. Dogs, socks. <laughs> yeah. You walk by, you get an armful yeah, of yeah, leg exactly. full of it. Bed straw, it's called. Yes, and... Get that out. You got you got all the classics in there. Yeah, we even brought the and that lovely thing lays out flat. Rescue, that's rescue grass. And we yeah, got it all over our yard. Yeah, that's a, that that has moved in. I think over the last ten or twelve years, it's got it really dominates some neighborhoods. Yeah. Um, all those gra- all those weeds, winter weeds. Mm-hmm. They're they're trying hard now to put out seed, but they're going to decline. And you'll notice that they got kind of a Mildew blushed. They're turning kind of whitish, and they're declining. But they're trying to they're do putting out the seeds. So, if you want to reduce the speed seed for next winter, mm-hmm. you want to keep them cut or pulled if you can. One of the well, I was going to say the easiest ways to control bed straw now is just if you just take a rake and because they usually it's grown over the top of things and it's real sticky and yeah you, know, you can just. Pull it into these big bundles. Yeah, it'll stick together. Or in my cyclone fence. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then this this rescue grass is the same thing. It wants to put seed heads out. That that has looked pretty good all winter. We've kept if you kept it mowed. Now though, it's getting kind of thick and fading in color. Mm-hmm. So um, really, really, probably. Earlier in the season, you could apply to her, uh, contact herbicide to both of those, okay. um, but now it doesn't. Too late. It doesn't pay. Yeah, because they're both. They may be gone in three weeks from now because okay. of the heat. Just keep it cut down. Yeah, yeah. mowed down. Yeah. Okay. Control what you can. Yeah. Yeah. Now this this one, if you've got pets. No. Oh, that that, that one's got a. Besides the 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 branches sticking to it, it's seed <laughs> seed is real sticky too. Then there's another one that stands up. It looks like a carrot. That's a beggar's luck. Yeah, yeah, that one's really tough when it gets in in your jeans or you get or your dog's hair. So they're all. all right. You've got the collection. Just cut it down, mow it down. Okay. Yeah, there is, but. Uh, well, here. No, it won't. It won't uh, there's no really advantage if you apply a herbicide. It's it's going to kill it no faster than the heat is going to kill it. Okay. So it's really not an advantage at this at this point. Okay. Might make right. you feel better though. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that that might be true. You yeah. can use that rake 
that Calvin was talking about, mm-hmm. to, you break that out of the fence. Okay. Yeah, it'll come, you know, it's, it's, it's it, sticks, it, it sticks really together. Yeah. It's funny because it looks like it's two acres of material and yeah. then it ends up with a bundle about this big. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks thank, for coming on the air. Right, now, if you rush home and, and replant that, it'll still keep growing. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, let me take a quick second to talk about Spider-Man Pest Control. I called Warren Remy out uh, this week and to find out kind of what's... what's uh, Harry, if you want to just start talking What's to up? these guys real quick um and uh, warren was talking about all the different insects that he's noticing and he had a suggestion for folks and it's smart he said like people are seeing ants or they're seeing wood ants or sugar ants or termites and they're in their home and they don't know what they've got well I w- i'm going to suggest you give spider-man a call and so you uh because the folks over at spider-man it's a certified certified entomologist <laughs> over at Spider-Man Pest Control so they can make the proper identification. And the proper identification means the proper treatment. So don't just let them treat for everything or do a broad-based treatment. Uh, let them treat specifically, kind of like antibiotics. You know, you want the right antibiotic for the right disease. You don't want to just go with something broad, right? So let's uh, go with, with somebody that's going to know what you're treating, know what's happening, and that's Spider-Man Pest Control. So they've got their on-staff certified Entomologist, they can help you out uh, and uh, find out what's bugging you. And it sounds like the ants and termites are, if they haven't yet, they may very, very, very soon. So remember this number, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721 for Spider-Man Pest Control and GoSpiderManPest.com. Com. Hey, Carol, hang on a second uh, because uh, Calvin's answering a question off the air with somebody who uh, wanted to come on. So uh, <laughs> I don't think you and I can talk about goldfinches very well, can we? No, no, no. So, Carol, don't go anywhere. As soon as Calvin gets through, we're going to answer your goldfinch question for you. <laughs> All right, our phone number, 210-308-8867. Hey, while I have a second, uh, Murray mentioned the roses were on sale, so let's talk about that. There's three groups. Group number one. Red, pink double, and single knockout roses are on sale in the two-gallon container for sixteen eighty-eight. Now, group two are drift roses, and he mentioned that they were on sale in the three-gallon, regularly twenty-four ninety-nine, eighteen eighty-eight. Now, and antique old garden roses are on sale in the two-gallon container. They're just fourteen eighty-eight. So if you've been looking for roses, this is the time to come on over to Millburgers and uh, find out uh, what they've got. They've got lots of variety, as Murray said, and uh, lots of great roses to choose from. Some other things that are on sale, you know, usually the, uh, the anniversary is when all kinds of great things go on sale. Uh, four eighty-eight for blue plumbago in the one-gallon container. Yeah, when I walked up here, I thought they had blue bonnets planted out there. <laughs> yeah, it does. It looks They're like full a, of blooms. Yeah, they are. Uh, and pretty. Impatience are on sale for ninety-eight cents each in the four-inch pot. Herbs are on sale in the four-inch pot for just a dollar eighty-eight. Strawberries on sale in the six-inch pot for three eighty-eight. I mentioned in my commercial, there's just too many to talk about. There are a lot. I heard that. Citrus trees, <laughs> 20% off, regularly $44.99, now $34.88. And I think they still got some of those uh, own-rooted. Uh, oh, really? Wow. on their own roots. That'd be great. 
Uh, the Tumble and Tom Hanging Baskets of Tomatoes. All right. Yeah, they're on sale in the 10-inch Hanging Baskets uh, for eight eighty-eight. This is a uh, cascading cherry tomato, so it looks perfect uh, in a hanging basket. And, uh, you know, the fruit comes down. If you look at the picture online, you'll see what it looks like. It's really cool. looks like grape clusters. Uh, nice big uh, cherry tomatoes. Those are eight eighty-eight. <sighs> Tropical hibiscus are on sale in the three gallon for just fourteen eighty-eight. They, and you may want to replace your um, yeah tropical hibiscus because of uh, either white flies or they froze back. Yeah, and I'll tell you my if experience. You left them outside, and I think this was. Um, you said this was common, so we protected ours. Good. And it froze back anyway. <laughs> but it, we protected it sufficiently that it came back. But by the time it bloomed, yeah. it was it was August. It was uh, September. So. Yeah. So they've got some pretty ones here that's been in a greenhouse. Yeah. So you get to enjoy them in the summer. As soon as possible. And then it, and then it just, the and then we enjoyed it, and then it really did freeze down the next year. So it was like, <laughs> yeah, you might want to replace it. But there is somebody who's getting some. Yeah. Uh, Nature's Create. They have the uh, half whiskey barrels on sale for forty four eighty eight. They have Nature's Creation organic potting soil, Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf Burford holly in the three gallon for thirteen eighty eight. Those are My great. My favorite hollies. Yeah, and uh, those are just some of the things. Go to MillburgerNursery dot com to learn more about those. Uh, MillburgerNursery dot com. You All did right. it, Belton. All right, so... Uh, and we got Grandma's Yellow Roses. Melvin yes. went out and scouted them out. Yeah. About a little more than a dozen, I think I saw, so you may want to hurry. And by the way, too, if you know you want to come tomorrow, uh, I'm pretty sure the deal's still on where you just uh, call 210-497-3760 and say, hey, I want to buy a couple of those Grandma's Yellow, and they'll pull them for you if they haven't already been sold. So you can still get them tomorrow, but you probably want to call quick on those or come by very fast, 210-497-3760. Because there's only one place, one nursery that's still producing those things. Is that right? Yeah. And mine's getting and ready this, to bloom. This is his. Oh, this is his? Order. Final, final, unless he can get some more later. Oh, but, okay. Uh, this is his final order. Wow. Well, I tell you, the uh, mine's getting ready to bloom again. Oh, good. Laura's idea of taking it out of the ground and putting it in the container, it saved that Worked. thing. Oh, man. <laughs> in less than, a, less than a few months, I mean, less than a year, it now has doubled, maybe even tripled in size. It was just so puny before. Uh, and um, it looks great and getting ready to bloom. Yeah. And um, my Belinda's dream is getting ready and stuff. So Good. Yeah, all kinds of good stuff. You watering it and uh, and fertilizing it, the, that makes a big difference. You know, yeah, it does. It's funny how that. I keep hearing you food, talk about food yeah, helps. You know, just like you like to eat, the plants like to eat. So, <laughs> all right. Oh, uh, I'm seeing a lot of people walk out with uh, tomatoes and peppers. Yeah, and like just all kinds of stuff. Let me see if she has a question, ma'am. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? It's easy. You can do it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Here you go. You, you got the mic and you'll be on there. And hang on, Carol. Calvin has gone in depth on this question. Uh, let's see. Okay. What's going on? How can we help you? Hi. We have a fountain in our backyard. Um, it has a concrete base that we want to cover up. I was thinking 
caladiums, but the soil stays moist all the time, so I want to make sure they can handle that. Caladium? Yeah, I think they'd handle that, but uh, it's it's kind of, do they have any here? Obviously, huh? Yeah, that's where I got it. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a bunch of them over there. And, um, Is it in the shade? It's in the shade under a big oak tree, and it's a fountain, so it splashes all the time, so the water, the, the soil stays wet, stays okay. moist. Okay. I think the lady would be a good choice. All right. That's what I thought. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Thanks you. a bunch. All right. 210. Yeah, you did great. Wasn't that easy? 210-308-8867. And, you made her feel good when you said caladiums would be a great choice. So yeah. It was a 210-308-8867 or toll free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call. Look at the rose there and loaded it, loading up on tomatoes out there. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Maybe they've quit growing those nasty roses and started growing or tomatoes or something. Oh, I have a I have a vet, I have a strawberry question for you. Uh oh. So we need to do a segment called Milton's Garden. <laughs> so I have three big strawberries on them, and they. I thought the squirrel dug them up. No, they them. they they dug around them. Oh wait, before we go there, Carol's been so patient. So let's see if Carol's still on the line. Carol, thanks for waiting. Calvin was busy answering the question, but she's got a goldfinch question for you, Calvin. Carol, are you are you on the line? Uh-oh. Was it Carol? I think it was. Yeah, Carol, are you there? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Okay, I think we've lost Carol. <laughs> there you go. I hear her. What about them? Yes, yeah. yeah, we got you, Carol. Right now, first year I've ever had them. Oh, yeah. This is this is the first year in about 10 that there's there there's been that that many American goldfinches. I think they're uh, most people that have feeders. Uh, they're they've got the goldfinches there, along with the along with the lesser goldfinches too. Uh-huh. So well, you, how many you got? You got lots. I mean, all about 20, four or five of them. They oh, all come at the same time. Yeah, and they're starting to show four. some uh, some more color too. They'll say they'll be here another month at least. So yeah, they're how on do you, a, a uh, how do you know? How do you know it's not the same ones coming back? Well, what do you mean? they spore it sometimes out here. Five, if there's yeah, if there's five of them at a time. Well, yeah. she said that they don't come all at once. Well, I don't have oh. five all at once, but I do usually have more than you know several at once. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, actually, so actually, actually, you can you can tell if you only have five to distinguish because they're they're every different condition of yellow oh is that right yeah there's some that are almost as yellow as they'll be in the breeding season and then there's others that are pretty uh faded well they're they've got well like the females the females are not all that yeah, they don't yeah. have all that color either now uh, i i've i've seen as many as 12 or 13 at a time so whoa and uh and this has been a great year for the lesser goldfinches too they're They've, uh, yeah. I guess, I guess because of the the freezes we had, that uh, there wasn't a lot of, uh, you know, the the old sunflower uh, sunflower fields and the zinnia beds. They all got kind of wiped out, so they uh, took advantage of the uh, thistle seeds and the sunflower seeds in our feeders. 
Now, this is the first time I've had thistle in my yard. I got yeah. behind and didn't get it taken out. And lo uh-huh. and behold, they show up. So yeah. I guess that's what attracted them to me. Uh, and also, I have a an old Jackson Perkins rose I've had for over 10 years, I guess. It's called Perfumed Light. And if it's huh. still available, it is really, really fragrant. What color? Red. Red. Perfume uh-huh. delight. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And it's easy to grow? Uh, well, I didn't have much of my help. <laughs> yeah. I, I, obviously, you, obviously, if it made it 10 years, I guess. Yeah. It'll help. It's a, did you buy it local? Uh, I'm sure I did. <laughs> Yeah, I think I yeah I think I bought it at the at the BX. Okay, good. All righty, sounds oh, good. Oh, and I have a I have a volunteer. Um, uh, what is it? What's Tomato. No, the the salvia. I have a red salvia that oh. in a pot. That's okay. Bloom. It's really pretty. Is that? Salvia coccinia? That bread there. The yeah, I believe it is. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're nice. They'll grow in the shade. They uh come up and they come up with seed. They got different <laughs> colors too. Oh yeah. The, that tropical and variegated. Yeah. I think and they all are they're all one. coccinia, so Yeah, mine is a tropical one. It's a red. Yeah, the it's same so. thing. My daughter's asking. Mm-hmm. Sage is the same as salvia, the people in the south. <laughs> so my mother called them sages, but they're, you know. They're yeah, well, a lot of people call them sages. Yeah, they do. Oh, I, in fact, I had somebody come up here. They had been directed to the back of the nursery yeah, to find sage. sage <laughs> and she says, yeah, where's, where's, where's the sage? And, of course, I had to go through, you know, what there's ten different kinds of sage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know the the herb for cooking, or the salvias, or Texas sage, uh, Sinisa. Yeah. Well, for your Thanksgiving cooking, you use a lot of sage. I yeah. do. In my dressing, a lot of sage goes into. I think a lot uh, of people do. It's good. Yeah. Very cool. Thanks, Carol. Well, you're welcome. All right, you take thank care. You. Thank you for waiting. Keep us informed, Carol, if anything changes on your gold venture. Hey, we're going to talk to, uh, let's see, we got Greg on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Greg. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Good. <clears throat> How are you gentlemen? Good. What's going on? Well, I called in uh, the first part of the month right before that big uh, deep freeze. I, I live up just east of Dallas, and my question was trying to save the blooms on young peach trees yeah and i was asking for ideas and so what i ended up doing is uh covering the trees i have two peach trees and a plum tree and so i covered them with cross cloth kind of wrapped them up like a lollipop mm-hmm. and um the so i'm just giving you scientific data uh to, to use going forward but i did not put uh any sort of heat source to them um, okay. What I found is that whatever blooms were already open, uh, those wilted. We we lost those. Okay. Uh, but anything that was still kind of in the, the small little peanut bud form, 
Yeah, bloom. Yeah, oh, good. So those, those, are, those are bloom, but now it looks like all the flowers on my plum tree, uh, they wilted. So I may not get any plums off it, but... Yeah. Uh, looks like the looks like the peaches uh, made it uh, you know, through. Go ahead. Yeah, and you got you've got to be careful. The ones that didn't open uh, and are now blooming, they may set a yeah. they may can set a peach, or uh, a small peach, uh, that will fall off later. If if the if the inside is killed. The embryo is killed uh, from the freeze. Uh, it'll still it'll still set a fruit, and only when it starts sizing will it fall off. So don't don't oh, be okay. upset if they fall off. <laughs> yeah, don't be okay, counting count your bushel basket. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. Well, you were you were faced with a more severe situation than we were because I I think we fared yeah. a little better than that. You know, a lot of our low chill. Uh, went into that freeze uh, with uh, blooms and uh, completing blooms, and looks to me like uh, some of them are in pretty good shape. We got a little bit of thinning, good thinning, but uh, then all those that were uh, a little more chill, that were a little behind, uh, they're they're finishing up their blooming now. So I think they're going to be in good shape. Yeah. What, what did what did Florida my Florida King do? Florida King looks like it's got a little thinning, but not. Oh, great! Not that's great for yeah. Florida King. Of course, I'm, I'm kind of like you. I'm a little cautious on, uh, on the fruit. Yeah. You know, suddenly I can be celebrating, and then two weeks from now they'll all be <laughs> fall on off. the ground. Yeah. Well, thanks for the right. report. Yeah, we, yeah, it's great. Yeah, we we hit 22 degrees two mornings in oh, a row. Oh my so. goodness. Yeah, with well, which that's pretty that's pretty rare for Dallas in March, but you know obviously it can happen. So we'll see how it goes, I guess. All okay, right, good luck to you. Thanks for the report. For sure. All yeah, right, we're gonna take a you break. Gentlemen. You bet. While we do, give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. All right, more Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Hey, I want to tell you about a very special event that's happening at Millburgers next Saturday, March 30th from 10 to 1.30. It's not about plants. It's about giving to your South Texas neighbors. It's Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive, and it's so important because the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has told us that they need blood. That's right. The blood supply is low in San Antonio, and the demand is high. And it's quite simple. When things happen in San Antonio, like rodeo or spring break, donations go down, but the need doesn't. So come on out and give blood next Saturday, March 30th, between 10 and 1.30. Millburgers has stepped up to the plate because of the demand, and they're giving away a $20 gift certificate just for going through the process, double what they normally do. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has a nice gift for you as well. My suggestion, you can even make an appointment by going to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and making an appointment that'll help you to secure your position at the blood 
Valley Drive at Millburgers next Saturday from 10 to 1.30. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Make 2019 the year you go to the Holy Land. Get complete details and sign up for Stand with Israel 2019 at 930am That's 930amtheanswer.com. Investment advisory and insurance services are offered through Pax Financial Group. This is Larry Elder, and I'd like you to imagine transitioning into retirement knowing that you will not outlive your money, knowing that you'll have time to spend with your grandchildren, and knowing you'll end up leaving this world better than you found it. The team at Pax Financial Group knows retirement is more than just your investments. It is your life. And that is why Pax Financial Group uses a process called Pivot Retirement Planning that specifically focuses on helping us in middle America have an effective transition into the next chapter of life. Don't leave town. Retire right here in San Antonio. And with a final thought, I pivot to the CEO of Pax Financial Group, Daryl Lyons. When I was in D.C. and met with Larry, we both knew there aren't any breaks coming from Washington. We at Pax Financial Group do want to help you pivot like we have for so many. Call us today and learn more at PaxFinancialGroup.com. Pax Financial Group, investing in your life. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. I'm going to talk to Greg in just a second, but I want to tell you about deck and patio care. Uh, we've got some great deck weather coming up this week where it's going to be nice and comfortable outside. And if that deck that you had built a long time ago just isn't looking great, maybe it's wet, weathered and gray and ugly, you know what? You probably thought to yourself you couldn't get it fixed. You couldn't have it look like new. It's not true. Why don't you go to deckandpatiocare.com. Deckandpatiocare.com. That's the company, Deck and Patio Care, by Barry Hagendorf in San Antonio. Barry has been doing this since 1985. And you'll see a deck that probably looks like yours. And then you'll see one side by side. It's absolutely bright and brown and looks wonderful. So uh, go by and check it out. And you'll see the great testimonials. Uh, Barry is the expert when it comes to deck standing and patio and uh, patio care in San Antonio. So give him a call at 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147. Or go to deckandpatiocare.com. We've had some texts that have come in from the usual sources uh, that want me to clarify that the entomologist at Spider-Man Pest Control is certified. I may have said that he was certified. I may have said certifiable. Yeah, oh, no. I may have said cellophane. <laughs> We're not sure. But if you go to GhostSpiderManPest.com, it is clear <coughs> that he's on staff, certified All entomologist. Right. Okay. So I'm just making sure that <laughs> nobody gets confused. 
All right. Now they're giving me a hard time. Yeah, with these a tests. lot of people say I'm certifiable. <laughs> they do. I've heard that. <laughs> All right. We got lots of questions and to handle. A lot of them sign. <laughs> yeah. I said, I'll, I'll sign for that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We have, uh, let's see what we got. Um, Ruben is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Ruben. Welcome to the show. How can we help you today? Thank you. Hey, um, I was. I have some Bermuda grass at home, and I'm having trouble with uh, weeds, all sorts of, of weeds cropping up. And I kind of thought I'd do it kind of my own way, and I aerated the lawn, and I bought that Scott's turf filter, that, uh, but it, it didn't do the trick. Well, I was wondering if you all can recommend any products and if you prefer granules over spray. Any idea? Oh, what? what didn't it do the trick? What was your goal? Um, you, I just you. used hot sweet and feed. But what were you trying to solve? Uh, the weed, my weed problem on my grass. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, the first thing we do not recommend you use weed and feed. It just doesn't doesn't do the the job. In our we, I think all every horticulturist in this area agrees that that in our area, just the timing is not right, and the targeted weeds are not appropriate for the product. So, if you're trying to prevent winter weeds, we apply a pre-emergent in, on September first. If you're trying to prevent summer weeds, you apply it. Uh, a month ago, right uh, for sa- sandburrs and such as that. Now you're you talked about. I think you said aeration and top dressing. That that, that should, in the long term, that's usually a pretty good uh, uh, tactic to use to make your lawn better. But you still have uh, weeds. Uh, these winter weeds. Uh, yeah, they like coming that. back. Yeah, they, we it, mo- we mowed uh, my grass. Uh, week or ten days ago, and the dogs can't go into, through it tonight, today. Because of the weeds coming yeah, where They came back. Yeah. So you yeah. just got to mow about every five days. Hey. So uh, we're having a little trouble hearing you. Yeah, you're kind of breaking up on us a little bit. Uh, so there's nothing, is there anything I can apply right now? Um, the weeds that are on the lawn right now? No, now the weeds that are on the lawn now are just are going to be there for two or three weeks is all. The heat. Okay. Yeah, the when the warm weather is killing them. They're trying to put their seed out, but it doesn't do you any good to apply a herbicide now because it's not going to kill them any faster than the heat is. So you just okay. do, do what you can to keep a mold and keep the uh, seeds from forming. There you go. Conform, yeah. And okay. And then and then uh put on your calendar for uh, September 1 pre-emergent mm-hmm. herbicide. And that that really is pretty really effective in for the winter weeds. That'll, that'll okay. stop a lot of them from germinating. Pre-emergent. Okay. All right, well, thank all right. you all. I appreciate it. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, a lot of people think that weed and feed will weed the lawn. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't think uh, weed and feed has much of a contact 
herbicide effect, does it? But it's got a teeny little bit, and that's that's part of the deception of it. I I think they you can you know you you mention when you say this does it all, you know, kind of thing. It even it even will. It's kind of like your corn uh, cornmeal, where yeah. it has a little bit of effect on on freshly germinated weeds. But I think it depends on the formulation too. I think there's yeah. different formulations. Cath- that, now up north, when uh, I don't know, we used to use uh, weed and feed uh, in Kansas, but and it would take take out the uh, uh, dandelion. Oh. But uh, out of bluegrass. Uh huh. But uh, the dandelions were small when the bluegrass yeah. started growing. So the fertile weed and feed fertilizer up there worked. Yeah, the timing was yeah. set up for that situation. Yeah, perfect. Catherine has a question. We're going to see if we can't answer it before we have to get caught up with the news at 210 308 8867. Hi, Catherine. What's going on? Hello. It's- Hello. It's all cloudy, but it's going. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, my question is about a burr oak. Uh-huh. Um, we're out by, I don't know if you know it, but Zeal Airport. We're more closer to Shirts and Ceblo. Okay. And it's it's starting to leaf out, but the bottom branches aren't. It's uh, about 10 years old. It's about three stories high. Hummingbird. And just the bottom branches aren't seeing the, the leafing out. All the rest of it's starting, but I don't know if that's a problem. Did you let it dry up severely? Uh, not that I know of. We, we never really watered it. We just let the rain do it. <laughs> well, uh, a lot of times the tops will dry, die in those oaks. Yeah, now burr oaks are kind of unpredictable, too. I don't. I don't think I'd be. It's the the bottom that's not. Bottom's enough. okay. No, the no, the top's okay, isn't it? Yeah, the, oh, the yeah, bottom is dying. It's just the bottom bottom uh, branches. They're about uh, oh. four feet tall. Well, five feet tall. Uh, that's oh, when I they think, start coming out. Yeah, I think I've got a I've got a baroque about that same age, and that. I, we never count on it doing anything. We don't know. It's, it's got a mind of its own. But I think it's going to be fine. The, I think, like Jerry said, if the top was not leafing out, that would be a problem. But the, I think you're just you're just getting a slow, a little slower leaf out from the bottom. So okay, if I if I that, have to cut them, how would I cut them? Well, don't cut them for a while. Don't yeah. Don't make sure. Give them another month before you decide to cut. Then you, then you cut, and you paint the wounds. You cut them close to the the trunk. Catherine, we got to run to the news. Thanks for calling. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Right after this, on the answer. Breaking news, stimulating talk. This is nine thirty a.m. The answer. Service of Salem Media Group. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. This is nine thirty a.m. The answer. News is hour from townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Special Counsel Robert Mueller has given his report to Attorney General William Barr. It's now up to Barr to determine how much, if any, of the report will be made public and what will be sent to Congress. Barr has indicated he could send a summary report to Congress as soon as this weekend. 
The House, of course, has passed a non-binding resolution calling for the release of the entire report. A similar resolution was blocked in the Senate by South Carolina's Lindsey Graham. The delivery of the report to Barr signals the official end of the investigative portion of the probe, which has dogged the president for almost his entire administration. As correspondent Wally Hines reporting, California Governor Gavin Newsom says the state will waive some environmental rules and invest ahead of time this year to try and get out in front of the wildfire season. This fire season, it's right around the corner. And we cannot be, you know, once again, flat-footed and just in a reactive and a suppression mode. We've got to be much more proactive. And Governor Newsom's order yesterday declared a state of emergency, saying the number of dead trees across the state is, in his words, creating extremely dangerous fire risk. His new policy is coming under fire from some environmental groups. Facebook had stored millions of user passwords in plain text for years. That social media company confirming that on Thursday after a security researcher posted about it online. Cybersecurity expert Adam Levin says the revelation that Facebook left millions of those user passwords out in the open follows other mishaps by the social media giant. Just one more on the list of problems that this company faces, especially when it comes to privacy and security. By storing passwords in readable plain text, Levin says that Facebook violated fundamental computer security practices. More on these stories at townhall.com. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 yeah. a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. We hope to talk to Natalie with the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center in just a second or so. But Trace is on the porch with us. Yay! You managed to to run away and... uh... Uh, I did. (laughs) (coughs) Excuse me. Yeah. You've been busy. It's been fun. (laughs) Uh, Especially out there with the grass. That was... uh, You didn't even see the hectic this morning. It was great though. We had, we're redistributing nine truckloads of grass today. So yeah, if you uh, if you need to install some grass, we are the, we are the place. Yeah. I, I was I got here early this morning and uh, I was watching that. But the other the other thing is you're you've got an amazing officer directing traffic back there. Not only directing traffic, helping people load and and getting getting them moving and with all that grass traffic. And yeah. he did a great job of. Keeping everybody smiling and, <laughs> and all, everything, all the action moving. So it was, it was kind, of, it was kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I like, I like that police person y'all have back there. Yeah. So I, I tried something new this week, and I'm going to see what you think because uh, it's, it's sold well. Uh, grafted tomatoes. Yeah, that's that's the latest crave. So there, what I've heard, the claim to fame is when everybody else stops producing in uh, June, no, that they keep on keeping on. They're lying to you. Okay, so then what is the claim to fame? <laughs> well, the the in Kansas, I, I would think the in Kansas it works. <laughs> I would think that uh, their main claim to fame should be nematode resistant. Okay, you know a lot a lot of our uh, 
new varieties are not nematode resistant. Interesting. Well, we got Valley Cat and uh, uh, Celebrity and Tycoon. Yeah. Okay. And well, the, not the Cherish Cherish Mom. So they're they're going to retail for twelve ninety nine. Okay. And um, people are willing to. To put yeah. that out, so I think I'll try some more next week. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, what what varieties are? Well, they, they sent me an assortment this week to to trial and error. So um, okay, we had uh, six different varieties, a couple of each. Uh, the only name that sticks in my mind was uh, Cherokee Purple. Cherokee Purple. Yeah. Oh, that's well, an heirloom. What are they? Gra- uh, is the Cherokee purple grafted onto something, or is yeah, it? it was gra- yeah, it was grafted onto to another root, another stock. type of rootstock. Yeah. I'll be down. I'll do more next week, and then we, we can. Well, it'd be fun. Uh, some yeah. gardeners will be. Yeah. It'll be fun for them to see if you can get, with see if you can get some celebrity. I'll I'll see. I think they got them, celebrity. But anyway. Uh, can I ask a question now? Depends. Is it going <laughs> to be? Trace. Is it naughty? Yeah. <laughs> no. I hope not. <laughs> I got in uh, a request from the webmaster, our great webmaster of plantanswers.com. And he said, uh, I believe I told you we moved to Stone Oak area, the Stone Oak area last year. We've been trying to recoup our lawn with fertilizing it last year. Uh, without much success. Okay. Uh, we now even have a lot of horse herb. Yay! I'm, I'm surprised he could. I guess he saw it on the webpage. Uh, all over our yard. We've been pulling it. What the hell? <laughs> anyway, uh, we at the point that we'd like to install some new grass in a few larger areas. Because some areas don't have much grass left. Okay. Now I don't. I don't know about his tree situation. So I'd be worried about his tree situation. And I'd be worried about how much soil he has. Uh, uh, probably all everybody over there has about uh, maybe two inches. So op- minimum I would be looking at for Bermuda to function well would be three. Yeah. So um, my first thought is uh, he needs more dirt. And and that's such a it's it's worth to me it's worth it to to spend for an extra you know to go to four inches oh sure more yeah more just better. and spend a, and have that so much easier to do a lawn with that four inches of soil. I'm sure he has a dug around. This right, is a so, computer guy. So if it's in full sun, I'd add add some soil to get as much as you can, minimum three inches. And if it's in the sun, I would do Tiff Tough Bermuda. Okay. That's a sports field Bermuda. And, you know, we have all these sample plots out here. Yeah, well, Tiff You do, but not necessarily everybody. So everybody out there, we have sample plots of all the different grasses that we sell. And Tiff Tough out of the Bermuda seems to be the most impressive since we've planted it. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the Their mowing guy recommended Zorja. Okay, so now I'm going to say he needs seven inches of soil or better. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> You're making it tougher. Six. You pick the grass for the circumstance, not just because you like it. Oh. Uh, 
I was thinking of. Uh, uh, but it would perform the, well there if he gets more soil. Yeah. Okay. All right. And the uh, Bermuda was what? Tiff Tough would have been my first choice. Tiff uh, Tough. All right. Celebration would probably be my second choice. But it all still hinges on how much sun he has. Yeah. Tiff Tough or Celebration. Right. Now, between the two, Celebration supposedly tolerates shade a little better, but as we all know, Bermuda doesn't like shade. Yeah. So uh, a little better is not necessarily a big thing. Okay. Cool. Thanks, Trace. So what else is going on, man? Y'all been busy? Uh, Next weekend's going to be busy, too. Yes. We uh, mentioned the San Antonio Rose Society is here until 2 o'clock, so another hour. They're just answering questions. They're doing had, a great job of it, too. Yeah, they are. They've been busy. I've been watching. You can see the lines from where we we're sitting here. and so. Uh, <coughs> but uh, we talked about the blood drive next Saturday from uh, 10 to 1.30. Millburgers has stepped up to the plate because of the uh, the situation. And, Natalie, if you're listening, I know you said you were a listener. Um the phone number I wrote down isn't working, so you'll have to give us a call. <laughs> um, you wrote down the wrong phone something, number? I did something wrong because uh, it's not working out properly. <laughs> so, um, But the uh, and they're here, and Millburgers has stepped up to the plate. They're offering a $20 gift certificate, which is, normal, which is double what they normally do to anybody that comes out and offers to donate blood and uh, goes through the process. We've got another thing going on for <laughs> donations as well. So oh, what's that? Up. Well, Fiesta medals. Oh, that really? Yep. So we've already got them out. And for those of you who did not get our first and second editions, uh, we do still have a handful of those. Okay. They made a really nice little board inside by the outside regist- or inside registers that shows all three of them together. This, I really like this year. It's got a bunch of little danglies on it. Yeah. Here, I'll show you. Oh, y'all saw them. You, you have one. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so how does this relate to the blood drive? But not it doesn't. But it's, the, the money the money still goes to. Uh, I think the yeah. Oh, okay. Something. Yeah, Salvation Army. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, so and then the Salva- the uh, Blood and Tissue Center I think is giving away Amazon gift cards. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So uh, uh, you can go online. I mentioned that. Go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and register, uh, and you'll uh, guarantee your place. Uh, in line, and it makes a difference how many vehicles they bring. Yeah, if they get, if they get a lot of people to to re- pre-do, they bring extra vehicles so that they can service everybody. Well, here, let's. Uh, can you hang with us a second? We got Natalie on the line. Sure. All right, Natalie. I don't know what I messed up the number, but Natalie Sheridan with the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center is on the line. Hi, Natalie. How's it going? Hi, it's going wonderful, and thank you for this opportunity to to speak to all of your listeners. We're so now, excited. Listen, we appreciate you guys coming out, and uh, we've been talking a little bit about it. So let's so tell us a little bit about the situation with the blood supply in San Antonio right now. Right now, we are at a critical level in our inventory. Um, presently, we have about uh, one day supply or less of our O positive, our O negative, A positive, A negative. And so what we're doing right now is we're asking every available person if they are eligible to donate, if they're feeling good and healthy, if they haven't donated in a while, to come in and donate. Because, uh, you know, with 
the the first the first quarter of the year is always very difficult because we had the flu, we had we're coming back from holidays, and there's been an extensive increase in usage of blood products. So as a result, we are really in need. And Millburgers has partnered with us, and they have consistently helped us and the community to bring those donors in. And that's why on March 30th, you can sign up to donate at Millburgers. Yeah. We'll be there from 10 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Oh, wow. So it's longer than I thought. <clears throat> That's yes, great. we have extended. We've had, we've had some great response, and so we have extended the, the time to 2.30 p.m. that we'll be there because we're in oh. need right now. That's wonderful. I will change the message then. And then uh, talk about, we, we talked about how folks can come in and they can actually uh, register in advance. Uh, by going to the, the South Texas Blood and Tissues and make an appointment. Is that right? Yes, and we, and we recommend that you make an appointment because we know that you're busy and we want to make sure that we are able to provide superior customer service because <clears throat> the idea is to get you to come back. So if you sign up, we are expecting you. We'll have the resources, and you can go to SouthTexasBlood.org or you can go to DonatingForLife.org and sign up or even on the Millburgers website, we have given them a link that you can sign up at that time also and get an appointment and come on in. The process is very easy. You fill out, you will answer some questions when you get there. There'll be a mini physical. Then we'll get you on the bed. We'll do the stick. The stick takes about six to 10 minutes. We'll give you 10 to 15 minutes to gather yourself. And I tell people at that time, eat the cookie. Eat the cookies and drink the Gatorade <laughs> so you will feel like that superhero you are because every unit of blood that you donate saves three lives. Wow. Natalie Sheridan is here with us um, with the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center talking about next week's blood drive now from 10 until 2.30, which is wonderful. Um, and then, uh, Natalie, uh, educate us a little bit, too. So what there's... We were talking, and I mentioned if you do a double donation, uh, but I'm not sure I used the right terminology last week, and Jerry was like, what's a double donation? Uh. How many pints are they going to take from me? So can you explain what what I think I'm talking about? Okay. Yes, sir. Okay, so there's really two, three types of donations that we can take at a mobile unit. One is the whole blood, where we take the whole blood, and that includes the platelets, the plasma, and the red blood cells, and then it goes back to the lab and gets separated out. But double or dual donations is where we, at the time of donation, can actually separate out your red blood cells from your platelets and your plasma, and we give that back to you along with some fluid. But when we take the double donation, because it's just red blood cells, it's still just the one pipe, but we get two um, containers. Okay? Oh, wow. And we do that because 65% of all blood transfusions are just red blood cells. So we do that, and then we, we always ask uh, if, if you're an O positive or uh, especially O negative, and O negative is the universal donor, we're going to ask you, would you please consider donating and doing the dual donation, or the doubles as we call them. The third uh, type of donation we do that is also automated is the red blood cell plasma, and that's where we can actually separate out your red blood cells from your plasma, we give you back your platelets, and some fluid, and we do that at the time of donation. So those two, the doubles and the red blood cell plasma, are uh, donations that are taken and separated at the time of donation. They're automated. 
So that's the difference between the two. And we're still only taking one pint. <laughs> we're still only yeah. taking one pint. And you've got about 10 to 12 pints of blood running around in your system. So we just <laughs> okay. want you to be that fifth superhero by just giving that one pint and saving those three lives. Very cool. So that's next Saturday, 10 to 2.30 here at Millburgers. And uh, uh, Natalie, tell everybody again where they can go register in advance if they want to. If you want to register in advance, you can go a few places. You can go to donatingforlife.org and um, put in Millburgers' name, and it'll come up. You can go to our website at southtexasblood.org, and uh, we'll show, it'll show Millburgers there. You can just click there. And even on the Millburgers' website, they will have a link that you can sign up there. And, and just to impress upon you the need that we have, uh, with the generosity of Millburgers, they're giving away a $20 gift certificate, a Millburgers gift certificate, where we are giving every donor, presenting donor, uh, Amazon gift card, a $10 Amazon gift card, and we're giving all of the old negative donors a $20 Amazon gift card. And if they do that double that we talked about, They'll get a $30 Amazon gift card. Wow. That is just to, yes, that is to impress upon you <laughs> the extreme need that we have. We can't, you know, we can't say thank you enough, but we can do that. And that's the way we let our donors know. And not only that, we want you to come back. And that's why we want to provide you with a great experience. So you will see that there is no blood factory, guys. We can't call up and ask Bob to fill our orders. We can only get blood from each other. It's a community effort, and this is how we help each other. And think about it like this. You can save three lives, and all you have to do is lay down. You lay down. (laughs) You put that arm out. It's easy. And people say, you know, I don't like needles. Who does? It's just a quick pinch. (laughs) Yeah, it's not bad. You know, nobody likes needles. It's it's a quick pinch. The, you know, you feel that for a moment, and then you feel really good knowing you have made the difference and saved three lives. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You've done it. I'd, so I'd be happy to know I've got earned $50. fifty. No, <laughs> Wait a minute. I didn't say 50 <laughs> 30 and Millburgers 20 yeah, Oh, yes, the- that's so true. And and it's gift certificates, it's not dollars, but yes. And you have to have the right kind of blood. (laughs) You've got to have the right kind of blood, but like right now we're taking all blood and we're just saying thank you. We say thank you to the community. We say thank you to Millburgers for allowing us this opportunity and supporting us every uh, time that we need them and over the years. So thank you. You bet. Natalie, great job. Hey, will you call us next Saturday as a little reminder at the beginning of the show? Yes, I will. I most definitely will. All right. You got it. Great job. Natalie, you got to work on your presentation a little bit. You're kind of shy. There was no enthusiasm at all. No, no. You're doing good work, and you love what you do. When you realize the importance, you just get real excited. Thank you so much, gentlemen. I appreciate it. You bet. Thank Thank you, you, Natalie. Great job. All right. (laughs) Can you hang with us again, Trace? Uh, Maybe. Anthony's on the line. Got a fig tree question. Uh, what's going on, Anthony? Well, and then we got to go to break. More about blood in the last three minutes than I learned in all my whole life. Uh, <laughs> so, so you're going to be here next Saturday? Don't don't be teasing. She was amazing, wasn't she? That was she amazing. did a great job. <laughs> I didn't know all that stuff. About, I just thought blood is blood. That was awesome. Uh. Jerry, Jerry's so enthusiastic. He's going to give a quadruple uh. donation. Yeah, <laughs> no, he wants. Listen, he wants the money. 
Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, what if I come back in ten minutes? Can I get two gifts? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, oh, that was that was that was a great segment. You guys are great. I listen to you all the time. But I have a question. I have a fig tree. I just bought this house and it has a fig tree. And last year it had figs, but by the time I figured it all out, the birds had gotten to them. What do you What yeah. do you do to keep the birds away? Well, most years it's not an issue because there's so much production. But last year was limited. I, you know, that's, I had the same situation that you did. I was waiting for them to get ripe, and they, bird, the minute they got ripe, the birds got them. But most most years, I'm looking for people to give figs to, and I think that's our normal yeah. thing. I, but I, the only thing you can do is bird yeah. netting. Are you out in the I, country? No, I'm right here. I'm 1604 and 281, so I'm right in the Oh, city. okay. But I, but I can that's talk good, because right Jerry now. was going to suggest... <laughs> A different solution. <laughs> I always break out a slingshot. There you go. Well, BB is, it worth, is it netting worth doing, or should I wait and watch and see if any birds start attacking? If it's, if it's small enough uh, to, to put the netting over, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. If you got a huge bush, then it's not going to be as easy. Well, and if you got the uh, huge it, bush, then you got normally you're, you're going to have so many figs, too. Yeah. Six but feet that, high, yeah. maybe five, six feet wide. I think you could get a. I think you could get netting over to protect a, a lot of it. A lot of it. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Second question was somebody told me that I wanted to plant an avocado tree, and someone told me that avocado trees don't do well in Texas. Is that true or false? Well, they, they can freeze. Some, some of both. Uh, variety makes a big difference. So you need the Mexican okay. varieties. Mexican uh, variety, okay. And the the thing that most people aren't don't wait long enough for is you need to even those varieties cannot take below freezing until they have real bark like a normal tree does so when you buy them you're buying a young one with with green very uh tender bark yeah and uh, so you you have to grow it's a three-year or better process of growing in a pot moving it in and out yeah until that bark has turned brown and then they can take some cold so, okay. could you, if you were going to get a freeze, could you put it in like your storage, maybe, or cover it, or something to kind of keep it away from the freeze? Uh, it depends on the freeze. Uh, yeah. When they're young, you're better off moving it inside. Yeah, and if they right. once okay. they get All right. that makes 25 sense. feet tall, it's tougher than heck to find a it's to, to to protect them that way. Yeah, really. I'd have but to then, but then, then they're less the susceptible yeah. to freeze too. Right. How when you buy them? How how when you start them? How, how tall are they usually? Most of them are like four, four and a half foot, and they'll grow oh, okay. that much every year. At least. Wow. Put them put them in. The, yeah, that's a tree. That's a tree. Uh, but put them on the south side. Uh, if you got a sunny south side. Yep. And put put them kind of close to the house so you can. Uh, Throw plastic over them from the eaves of the house. What I yeah. do? Mexican have Mexican is what I want. Mexican avocado tree. Right. One of and I'm, there's, there's a number of different varieties. Yeah, there's several different uh, choices. So uh, Mexicola, Mexicola Grande, Lila, Joey, Pancho, and I'm <laughs> and I'm I'm sure I'm leaving a few of them out. Are they listed on the website by any chance? I don't think so, but we have okay. a, we have some flyers here that that, okay. show, that showed everything we got oh, in when we first buy, got them. I can, 
I can pick up a fly when I pick one up. My wife there you go. Fly one, and a few people said they're hard to grow in oh, Texas. Yeah, no, so over know. there or inside. Well, it can be done. Just requires a little effort. Over, over there, Just requires a little effort, and if it gets cold, bring it in. Yep. There you go. I really appreciate you, Yeah, we'll do the radio show. Yep. I really Did appreciate you guys. You guys do have great information, and yeah, I appreciate the, the information. The I, I appreciate Thanks. the uh, class on blood. Can you go? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. Sure. Can we ask your question on the air? Yeah. All right. Here sure. you go. We're going to give you the mic. Oh, well, Anthony, we got a question from the crowd. So thanks, man. Thanks for the nice words. You're welcome. Uh, Hi. I pleasure. moved into a house God about two years. You too. Take care. I moved Take into care. a, a home out in Halotis, uh, a new development about two years ago. I'm looking to put a, a live oak in the backyard. Um, want something that's got a little size to it. I was looking in the back at your trees. I see you've got live oaks and southern live oaks, and I was wondering what the difference was. I don't think there is a difference. Now it, it depends on the, the source and what they name them, but yeah, no, not in terms of species or way you treat them. Okay, so it doesn't doesn't matter one way or the other. Then. Not to us, for yeah, the, in terms of general horticulture, but the the plant producer may say there there's our are different or better because they they grow it here instead of East Texas or something. But okay, very good. Um, as far as I see on the tag, it says delivered and guaranteed, or planted and guaranteed. Would there be an extra delivery involved in going out? Um, I don't think so. Okay, because it's almost by the uh, Canyon Government Canyon State Park. Is yeah, the now, there may be an extra. If you could, you're gonna get a big one. Well, one of the ones you've got around six hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, uh, but they they may have to rent a jackhammer, use a jackhammer out okay. there. That's a, that's rocky yeah. in it. Mm. Now, let's see. The guy that just left, the manager. Was yeah, Trace is who you need to talk to now and get him to to help you, uh, so he can arrange all that stuff too. Very good. Yeah. Well, uh, is Trace with an eyeball? Can you see him? All right, we're going to take a quick break. Thanks, ma'am. And come back in just a moment. You're listening to Milberger's Gardening South Texas right here on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Be back in a moment. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Hey, I want to tell you about a very special event that's happening at Millburgers next Saturday, March 30th from 10 to 1.30. It's not about plants. It's about giving to your South Texas neighbors. It's Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive, and it's so important because the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has told us that they need blood. That's right. The blood supply is low in San Antonio, and the demand is high, and it's quite simple. When things happen in San Antonio, like rodeo or spring break, donations go down, but the need doesn't. So come on out and give blood next Saturday, March 30th, between 10 and 1.30. Millburgers has stepped up to the plate because of the demand, and they're giving away a $20 gift certificate just for going through the process, double what they normally do. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has a nice gift for you as well. My suggestion, you can even make an appointment by going to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and making an appointment that'll help you to secure your position at 
the Blood Drive at Millburgers next Saturday from 10 to 1.30. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. The Dell Wamsley Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Did you read my newspaper column yesterday, the one about President Trump's attack on the late Senator John McCain and his recurring anger about almost everything? If not, go to my webpage, calthomas.com, and click on Columns. I quoted Proverbs 15.1, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. There's no need to constantly bash people. The president's record is outstanding. He's doing what voters elected him to do. The economy is booming. Unemployment is at record lows for all demographics. Fewer people are on food stamps. The stock market is doing well, fattening the accounts of retirees. The left can't win on their socialist policies, though they'll try. That's why they're hoping illegal immigrants will end up voting for Democrats once they get hooked on free stuff. Never speak ill of the dead is an old saying that is powerfully true. It ill becomes anyone, especially a president, to speak ill of someone who can no longer defend himself. Don't we teach these things to our children, not to call people names? If that's good enough for our kids, why is it not good enough for the president of the United States? I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We're going to talk to Sharon and then Blake, but first, uh, Mary is with us to talk about that birding kids uh, seminar that's coming up uh, next Sunday. Hey, Mary, welcome to the show. What's going on? Well, we got some stuff for the birds going on. Yeah. The kids are going to love it. We got a, a beautiful little wood uh, birdhouse to go with it, and Mitchell Lake uh, Audubon Center is going to be teaching and I told them, though, we're going to have these little birdhouses. They might want to talk about the maintenance of it and all that. So you'll learn all about the, you know, how the birds eat and mm-hmm. and uh, what they need to sustain them. And, and I always encourage, of course, a good garden that supports them. So that 
this is going to be a wonderful learning experience, and they get to take home a little birdhouse, and I'm sure it'll get occupied pretty quick. Yeah, and uh, with that in mind, uh, I know that it's going to be real popular because not only the material, but also because they get the free birdhouse, which is real nice, and it's a nice craft uh, that they get to paint and be a part of. Uh, they need to make a reservation then. I have only six slots left. Oh, my gosh. Only six left? Okay. And we, uh, you know, we want to fill that. And you never know, there might be some cancellations. I do call to make sure everybody's going to make it because things happen. You forget about their schedule. But uh, I would hope that everybody will come. Yeah, so the number to call is 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. We've mentioned it's next weekend. Uh, It'll be Sunday instead of Saturday. Yeah, it's thank a little you. bit different. Which is different, yeah. And a different time, too. Yeah. It's a little later. Which is kind of nice, actually. So, after, you know, after you've had your lunch from church and you come on over and... Uh, a little a little less traffic, maybe. Yeah. It ought to be a little easier, hopefully. But just six slots left, so call 4920-497-3760. Thanks, Mary. Thank you, guys. You great have a great job. day. You, too. All right, Sharon is on the line at 210-308-8867. Thanks, Mary. Hi, Sharon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, thank you. Good. I What's going on? I saw they have compressed soil. What can you tell me about it? They have some what now? I'm sorry? Compressed soil. Something of like a Yeah, are you hearing? Yeah, but you're you're breaking up on us too. So compressed soil, is that right? Yes, sir. And did somebody told you you have compressed soil or you're trying to fix (laughs) it? You know you do. He wants to buy it, I imagine. Oh, you want to buy it? You I know where you can buy it. But I want to know what what you can tell me about it. Oh, it's it's okay. Uh, you it's compressed. Uh, you got a lot of peat in it, and uh, you just add water, and it uh, it uh, acts uh, it swells up. So oh, okay. Larger. Right. Well, I kept thinking of compacted soils. So yeah, like, that yeah. doesn't sound right. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but uh, it's it's okay. It's to, to be used just like regular potting mix, knowing that uh, knowing that it doesn't have nutrients in it. So you'll okay. you'll have to, uh, depending on what you're growing in there, you'll have to either use. Uh, are you are you putting it in your garden? Or are you using it in containers? That's what I want you to tell me where it's good at. Well, it's good at both, uh, but uh, a lot of people use it in contain. A lot of people use it in containers, and uh, yeah, uh, if you're growing vegetables or something in there, uh, uh-huh. or citrus trees, or depending on the size of the container, just uh, use uh, uh, copious amounts of uh, Osmocote Plus slow release fertilizer and so then uh, and then and then well osmoco in the container okay and then every time every time you water use a water soluble fertilizer in in as well as the osmoco 
Uh, like I said, it all depends on what you're growing. Uh, something like Miracle Grow, uh, water soluble fertilizer. Okay. So okay. It would be it would be good to uh, use as a combination with some for soil you already have. Yes, you could do that. You could mix it into uh, already existing. Uh, potting mix that you've used just add just, just add, add just add the osmoco okay plenty of fertilizer there yeah right okay, those, well, those, okay I just saw them and I was curious if they were worthwhile or not no they're, they're okay they're alright just okay <laughs> Be, be, uh, you know, you want to soak it first. Right. You want to soak it till it expands its complete uh, soak it and fluff it. volume. Yeah. Okay? okay. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Sharon. All right. Thank you. You Hi, bet. Sharon. All right. I'll go to Blake on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Blake, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Thank, thank you. I'm doing just fine. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, I want to respond to you and the, and the guy asking about the avocado. I called you guys about a year ago. I had a Lila avocado in my yard. Protected it from the freeze last winter. It was doing great. The leaves had problems. And and you gave me a recommendation that if I want avocados, just go to H-E-B. Well, you were right. The avocado <laughs> did great and set fruit. But what got it was that one week in July that we had last summer where it was 102 every day. And then one day it hit 105. Mm. It smoked it. So, really? That's unusual. Not really yeah. I'm not concerned about the, the freeze as much because I had a, a work light that I put in there and wrapped it up and did all that. It was the heat that got it. Huh. Well, that's kind yeah. of unusual because that's not usually the the thing that takes it out. But Yeah, I assume you, I assume you were watering it. Oh, yes. I, I, I knew that really bad 105 day was coming, and I made sure that it was well watered. Good. But it, it absolutely cooked it. How, did it did it burn the leaves? In other words, did the leaves burn back? Everything was brown in twelve hours. The whole tree? The whole tree. Wow. Huh. Now, Nothing this year else. I'm trying papaya. Oh Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm afraid the same thing's gonna happen when it hits a hundred degrees. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh well, they've grown. Well, the problem with papaya—where did you get the plants? Did you grow them from seed? I, I cut open a papaya last summer, and the seeds were germinating. So there I you just go. Planted them, huh? Okay. The problem with papaya is that uh, they have they have to get uh, an old plant. In other words, the plant has to be in place more uh, than more than a year. Yeah. And uh, most uh, they're they're very cold tolerant. I mean, cold sensitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mister Mister Moy uh, at the uh, botanical garden was working with papayas, and uh, 
he was trying to develop one that uh, was short. I mean, you know, was fast maturing and short. So he had crossed the uh, Mexican papaya with the Hawaiian papaya. And and the fruit he got, because he always saved me some. (laughs) But uh, the fruit, I didn't like the fruit. But uh, if you if you save seed of a Hawaiian papaya, the, it's small, right? Smaller. Yes. Than a football. Yes. Uh, so, uh, but I, like I said, the problem is having your plant uh, go through the winter and get to a, a age that it can uh, produce papaya. Yeah, we were all when we. Uh, were promoting that or working with those. We had a whole lot of gardeners that were hoping that they would make that, that the weather would cooperate, they'd be able to get harvest that crop before the, the freeze. The minute that cold weather thing yeah. came, it just melted down to right. nothing. So now, now, you realize from seed, you're going to get male plants and female plants. Yes, I've read about that. Yeah, and... Uh, you have to have both. Well, you know, had the seed not been germinating when I cut that open, I would never have gone this direction. But I, I've uh, had them in pots, and they're about 18 inches tall, and I just put them in the yeah. ground the other day. But just see what oh, happens. Okay. I failed there you go. avocado, and you told me I would. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'm going to suggest that you're going to fail with the papaya, too. <laughs> I he think I am too, but I got to get yeah, stick with it stick with tomatoes, stick with tomatoes and uh, peppers, and watermelon, <laughs> watermelon. Uh, yeah, no, the, the papaya can be fun though, but yeah, the timing is the key, just like Jerry said. And they're they're. I didn't mind the fruit as much as, I guess, I did, my expectations weren't very, very high. Do they the have day. them in South Africa where y'all go? Yeah, they papaya? do. Yeah, they have them. Are they sweet? Um, I I don't notice. I don't remember a real big difference, so I'm not a real connoisseur of papaya. But uh, yeah, but I remember the oh. ones we grew when we were promoting them, and they were they were all right. You know, they were. You remember the flight? Yeah, so I was I was in Ecuador a few years ago on business, and I was in a papaya orchard where they had two different varieties, and okay. the taste was completely different between the two. Oh, one okay. was kind of bitter, like you get at HEB now, and the other one was absolutely sweet. But their huh. uh, primary market was Europe because the Europeans will pay more for good tasting fruit than we will. Yeah, huh. that's that's what they told me. Uh, the, the one Mister Moore developed uh, had a unusual flavor. Do you remember what the flavor was? Uh, I I remember that. It was described sometimes as vomit-like. Right, right. Warm vom- vomit. That's what they taste like. <laughs> you want something well, else? that's what you get no. in the store now. <laughs> the other variety that I encountered in, in Ecuador was sweet. It would yeah. melt in your mouth. And they say the Hawaiians are sweet. The Hawaiian avocado is Hi. sweet. But the Mexican Hawaiian is not. Yeah, that, that may be why the marketing campaign did not work as well as they wanted it to. I was just telling the honest, 
I would have run from Mr. Moy when he was <laughs> doing papaya season in the fall. Okay. Well, in, cool. in reading up on papayas, they can tolerate 86 degrees. So I'll let you know at what temperature <laughs> mine fried. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't think the heat. He he never bothered with the botanical garden. Yeah, it's interesting. And then and we grew several species. I still don't know what killed your your uh, avocado. Uh, that that's a mystery to me, unless it was cotton root rot. No, I I don't believe so. I think it it, it had remained warm for so many days, and then that one day it hit one hundred and five. And I've seen that when I used to grow peaches in Eagle Pass. When you'd get a hundred and ten degree day, all your peaches would be overripe in three hours. Yeah. Well, if if you've grown peaches in the Eagle Pass, (laughs) then you ought to be able to grow any of this stuff. That's that's why I keep trying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, keep us. All right, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for calling. Yeah, thanks for calling back. Papayas do. That yeah, sounds at, good. We're looking forward to hearing it. Bring us some papayas. Unless it smells like vomit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tastes like right. vomit. Tastes like vomit. That's, what they, yeah. that's what they smell like anyway. But I'll try. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, man. You take care. All right. All right. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up right here live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Hey, I want to tell you about a very special event that's happening at Millburgers next Saturday, March 30th from 10 to 1.30. It's not about plants. It's about giving to your South Texas neighbors. It's Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive, and it's so important because the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has told us that they need blood. That's right. The blood supply is low in San Antonio, and the demand is high, and it's quite simple. When things happen in San Antonio, like rodeo or spring break, donations go down, but the need doesn't. So come on out and give blood next Saturday, March 30th, between 10 and 1.30. Millburgers has stepped up to the plate because of the demand, and they're giving away a $20 gift certificate just for going through the process, double what they normally do. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has a nice gift for you as well. My suggestion, you can even make an appointment by going to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and making an appointment that'll help you to secure your position at the Blood Drive at Millburgers next Saturday from 10 to 1.30. Have you filed your taxes this year? No? Then this message is for you. The paperwork may get overwhelming, but Ahia Tax Pros are here to make it a stress-free process. They take pride in their tax preparation service and even offer a generous 20% off to their existing clients. Schedule your appointment today and let Ahia Tax Pros find the deductions you didn't know were available to you. With over 25 years of experience in insurance, Insurance and finance, Ahia Tax Pros will help you keep your hard-earned money and avoid writing Uncle Sam that check again. Call Ahia Tax Pros now, 210-807-8934. That's 210-807-8934. Ahia has saved many clients thousands of dollars who had previously ended up owing money on their tax returns. Call now, 210-807-8934. That's 210-807-8934. Ahia, Ahia. It's about family. 
Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Make 2019 the year you go to the Holy Land. Get complete details and sign up for Stand with Israel 2019 at 930amtheanswer.com. That's 930amtheanswer.com. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors, we get the landlord off your bottom line. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Kevin is on the line and has a question on peppers. What's going on, Kevin? How can we help you today? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Good show, as always. I'm, I'm still fired up about the blood thing. <laughs> good. <laughs> We're going to see you next Saturday, then? <laughs> Um, most likely, fifty yeah. dollars. Uh, Keep that fifty dollars <laughs> in mind. You're, you're, yeah. Uh, hey, just and a couple if you of give twice, you can get a hundred. No, <laughs> stop it. Just you were going to come over here. Yeah, I'll just make her give blood all the time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. What's the, uh, going on, actually, Kevin? I I, um, I had uh, called in about some peppers. I I've got my garden planted. I've had my. Um, my onions in for a couple of months. They're looking really good, and uh, had Great. my um, tomatoes in for um, for about three weeks now, and they're they're done really wow. good. I was a little I was good. a little worried, but I put that insulate out, so that helped. Um, That's but good. I wanted to look, um, is it about the right time to, to do my peppers now? Well, uh, it's still cool. Uh, right. I, I think I think we've got peppers for sale here. Isn't that peppers out there? Uh, mm-hmm. right there in that first bench. Yeah, uh, they 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 grow cool. They grow slower in cool soil. So okay. there's no rush to plant. There's no rush. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
No, I didn't think so. I was trying to get I, the experiment a little um, this year and, and put things in a little early. I thought so. Um, well, just trying to take a few chances, see how it, how things go. Um, well, if, if you if you want to grow the peppers earlier, uh, put out black plastic. Yeah, container. over the beds or. You can, so heat you can up even the beds. containers if you grow them in containers. You get a little. Yeah, that's true. You can get a little. That'll heat up the soil. So poke holes in the plastic and and, and put it under, uh, over it or yeah. it first or no no no. You just you use black plastic over the soil mm-hmm. over the soil just after you fertilize. Yeah, and just dig the holes and, and plant. And then, so how does the how does the water get in? As far as watering and everything, I usually I we usually put uh, drip irrigation under, okay, not, yeah, the, under plastic. the plastic. If you're not, yeah. and if you want to, don't want to do that, uh, you can flood it. Okay, but now okay. that that plastic will hold water. I mean, will uh, oh yeah, cut out oh, yeah. on the evaporation, so you won't have to water as much. Okay, all right. Okay, and, and one other question that um, actually I came up with it while I was waiting, looking in my backyard here. I've got a either a low co- a low quad or a kumquat. How do you tell the difference between the two? Well, low quad is twenty five feet tall. Kumquat is <laughs> well, I, it's I, citrus too. Yeah, citrus. The 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 kumquat is a little uh, uh, odd shaped, uh, two inch piece of fruit. That you can eat yeah. peeling and all, and it's yellow. Yeah, and yeah, that's, that, that's what. It, yeah, that's what. That's what I got. And um, you know, I tried them out yesterday. They're they're still a little tart, but by the time they turn sweet, all the you know the squirrels and, and birds get it by then. So now that must be loquat. Yeah, because kumquats, okay. they're not. They're, well, at least in my yard, the squirrels and birds are not interested. That's in right. Kumquats. It's a citrus. Well, yeah, it's but let me ask a little, you this. I remember, I think you guys mentioned this last year or something, that um, there's a bunch of them on the corner of uh, Lock Hill Summit and West Avenue. When you guys spoke about that last year, I don't know if you guys remember that or not, but there's a bunch that of me. them. There's a, okay, there's at least a dozen trees. Is that loquat? I thought so. It's the same as that. that, that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's loquat. Yeah, my, my tree's about 20, 25 feet. Yeah, that's about right. That's loquat, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Well, that answers my question. I appreciate your help. Well, thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh-huh. That's amazing that he remembered that uh, the thing because it was, it was impressive. The, uh, the loquat, it was, it was leaning over the fence and people were picking <laughs> and have their waiting at the bus stop and filling their bags with uh, fruit. Right. Yeah. They're good fruit. When they, when they get soft, they're good fruit. So speaking of fruit. Make good s- jelly, too. Since we've got a, uh, a second here. Um, so my strawberries, I've only got three. <laughs> but that's, that in and of itself is a good thing. And they're about the right size. And they're... Greenish white with a thick streak of red right now. So I don't know whether. Do you take those off and ripen them indoors? No. Okay. They won't ripen off the vine. Okay, so I got to keep that squirrel out of there somehow. And Yeah. All right. I guess I won't tell you about 
a bountiful harvest that I'm having. No, don't. Uh. Did, did you bring any? <laughs> no, I didn't uh. because we've had company oh, that okay. ate them all. Yeah, they've, uh, they're fascinated by, and they they can see them in those uh, half whiskey barrels. And they make a note, you know, they're like they're sitting out on the patio. Uh-huh. What is that over there? It's like a strawberry. <laughs> well, just taste that. It's really, really tasty. Right. They're they're, uh, they're less. Um, they're they're a little more gnarled now than they were at the beginning when we started harvesting them. Mm-hmm. But they're still still producing a nice big fruit, uh, tasty fruit. That that was uh, always amazes me. Uh, I mean, I didn't. Past years, I planted them for some of the varieties that we promoted, but never yeah. had that kind of luck. Mostly, we got runners, and this, these, those varieties—they just kind of concentrated on nice big, big fruit in the base plant. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, David and Rodriguez and uh, Dr. Stein, Larry Stein, uh, tested those varieties. I think for a couple of years. Yeah, and actually kept yields on. So uh, the, the those are high yielding varieties. And so down in Poteet, they'd be disappointed if they got three strawberries per plant. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they usually expect. Uh, How many do you normally get per plant? Pint. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> and. Uh, but that should get bigger the, strawberries, right? Yeah, the fruit is the <laughs> fruit is so big that that pint is not out of question. Yeah, and if we would have got them in a little, probably a little earlier, because some of some of them we didn't plant oh, yeah, later in the right. season. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but right. The, they're nice and they're attractive, very attractive plants for a winter. Yeah, they don't don't freeze. Yeah. Squirrels love them. <laughs> Robin is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 210-308-8867. Hey there, Robin. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing great. Lo- lovely day. Lovely day. I have a question about my Passiflora incanata, my passionflower plant, my vine. It it was it made it through the winter, which I was very happy about. But um it's got these like yellow little yellow spots on some of the leaves that looks like maybe a fungus. Do you, are you familiar with that? No, which it's passiflora, passion vine, passion flower, the passion flower vine. Well, I always kind of took it for granted they were deciduous. Oh then, well, this one. So this so one, that leaf. Um, if that was yeah, uh, that yellowing would be a normal leaf drop, leaf drop, yeah. Oh. Well, they it's it's like it didn't have this on it last summer. It's kind of a yellow dot. There are more dots than I mean. I can tell the leaves that are you know ready to drop uh, that are turning yellow and brown on the edges, but then it has a lot of new growth. On the ends of the vines with the little tendrils, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, with these yellow dots. So I, I don't know. I think I just, I don't know. It looks, doesn't look right. I wouldn't. Me, but. Are the yellow dots evenly distributed over the leaf or are they just in one uh, spot? Uh, they're on, they're all over, you know. 
they're all over the the new um, the newer leaves. Oh, and it could I would be say, a, yeah, could, evenly evenly distributed. Yeah. Yeah, it could be a fungus. I wouldn't yeah, be too worried about it. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. About they're they're, t- they're tough. All right, and they'll grow through it. I think. Yeah. Robin, we got to run. If you want to, uh, give us a call tomorrow, too. We'll, we'll, we'll finish the discussion. Yeah, we'll finish it tomorrow. All right. Okay. Well, thanks, Robin. You take care. We're going to say goodbye for today. Thanks to the Rose Society out here doing a great job. Uh, thanks to Al back at the station getting all your calls on the air. We were so busy today. It was great. So we will uh, talk to you tomorrow back here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.